This episode of Cognitive Dissonance is brought to you by our patrons. You fucking rock. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Live from Glory Hole Studios and Associated Studios in Chicago, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is... No welcome at this is episode 555 of Cognitive Dissonance. And Cecil, uh, this is the episode where uh, the Attorney General has quit. About an hour and a half away from the end of Trump's <laughs> term, the Attorney General was just like, fuck, I can't. And they had to be like, dude, you got to make it six yeah. more weeks. He's like, fucking just. Is there any way you could just ride it out until the inauguration day? Now I want to be with my family now. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I I got to quit my job six weeks before retirement. What the... Did you think Biden was going to hire you? (laughs) (laughs) I'm really hoping I might get considered for the next, Uh, you know, when the the next big boss comes in, you know, I've done a good job with this one. You saw this week that the Electoral College, of course, voted on Monday. Yeah, Electoral College... Certified. Uh, that's that's all done. I do want to point out one big thing. One one really important yeah. point I want to point out. Okay. Uh, yeah. Not only did Biden get the most votes ever to beat a loser, right? But he got more <laughs> electoral college votes than Trump because Trump had two yeah. faithless electors when he went. So he was three oh four. Oh. So Biden was 306. There was no faithless electors. He Boom, not only bitch. beat him popular vote, but he also beat him electoral college, even though they were technically tied. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 it's got to oh. sting. It's got to sting. Fuck it. Uh, and then did you hear that? I think it was yesterday. Mitch McConnell. Yeah. Mitch McConnell yeah. acknowledged that, that Biden oh, was the president. How he said the electoral college them, has spoken. How magnanimous. Yeah. Man, it, it it it's almost like the Supreme Court was like, uh, we're not <laughs> we're not doing this. This is crazy. Uh, we are a court. Oh, uh, when te- they, they they took that God. look at that Texas lawsuit and they're like, uh, no, sorry, just, we don't. We actually no? don't what? bring anything no. on the docket that's in a coloring book form. We won't. We won't <laughs> do that. So. Uh, so it's like the back of a if, Denny's if mat still, that has like a maze on it or whatever in the hand. It's the back of a cereal box. Okay. I've given you four very cheap waxy crayons to make your argument with. Uh, okay, uh, this whole, this entire brief is in a jumble. I have to circle the words. And they're just in the center of it. It just says No. <laughs> Oh, man. So here's where you have to be if you're uh, still a deep state well, conspiracy I, I theorist. Go through the, Tom, have, I kind of want to go through the steps just to get here for a second before we get to where you're at. <laughs> so first, it has to start with 
yeah. don't worry, Trump's going to win because not all the votes are counted. Then it's then it is. Right. Well, only the votes in these areas that would have flipped the electoral college that are close enough to flip the electoral college count, but not those senatorial races in those places. <laughs> those don't count. Nor do the nor do the fucking the House members who ran all the Congress. Those don't count either. We're not talking about those. We're only talking about presidential. And then you get to, well, yeah, maybe those counted, but it's because Dominion flipped them. Then you find out that Dominion was only used in places that Trump won. <laughs> <laughs> but he's still somehow blaming Dominion wait, machines. Wait, but then, wait, hold on. Then you have to count Georgia thrice. <laughs> you got to do it three count, times. Count it, can we count it a four, yeah. fourple? Can we get a fourple yeah. count? They triple dog dared us. That's what <laughs> <laughs> Trump's representatives are standing yeah. with their fucking tongue stuck to the fucking flagpole. Just but it's Georgia. It's Georgia, so it's a triple hound dog. Area. That's how. It, yeah. Oh god. Well, then they were going to unleash various krakens. There was there yeah, was a right. series of krakens, which I don't know if those were <laughs> portended at the Four Seasons landscaping joint. <laughs> and then all of his attorneys ass. got the Rona. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> And then he then he cried at a tiny desk. <laughs> 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 and now uh, even the fucking grand turtle of them all, like the uh, grand turtle emerged from his fucking shell to announce the last six weeks of winter or whatever. <laughs> and what's crazy to me is, is speaking of winter, James Hanahoff, snowball enthusiast, he wound up this week saying, uh, I don't know. I'm not ready to call it yet or something. <laughs> Yeah. People have no idea. Thankfully, you don't uh, have to call it. Yeah, right. It's, thankfully, like, it's not up to you. It's yeah. up to the media to call it. They called it the day <laughs> <laughs> right, there's, there's still uh, a lot of questions left to be. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, he's still going to be complaining about this for years. I mean, he'll be complaining about this for years because he's making money off it, right? This is his next big grift. That's it all is. this you're is. Right. This it's, is his next big grift. Right. Yeah. So. He'll never concede, and I think he I think he laid that groundwork early because he recognizes that the 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 most valuable thing that you can do is take a small amount of money and multiply it seventy five million times. Yeah, and and you gotta you 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 have to know that Hillary Clinton called this in her run four years ago against him. You know he wasn't supposed to win then either, and he was also laying the groundwork that it was it yep. was a failed election. He yeah. was also but the difference was that there was he was not in the way to a transition of power then. There was right. no, he wasn't in right. the way. There wasn't there was somebody there who was going to be like, "No, it's fucking get out of here. They right. kick him down the stairs." Yep, you yep. know what I mean? But now he is in the way mm -hmm. to a peaceful transition of power. And that's where it's getting scary, right? Yeah. That's where those things and there are it's not just him. It's not just his crazy wackadoo fucking circus of attorneys that follow him around. No, it's no. It's not just those people. There are millions of people in the United States that do not think it was a legal election. Which is I just, don't know what the, I don't know what? why though that none of them will say that I mean, are they all, do they all think that the Senate and the Congress races were okay then? I mean, I just don't get how you get there. Yeah, I, I don't understand how you think that the Democrats are cheating, but they're just going to cheat 
first of all, the Democrats, <clears throat> you have to think that the Democrats are cheating, but they're not going to cheat to win the other things that are important to them. That'd be right. like, that'd be like if I had control of all the scratch off lottery tickets, <laughs> right? So I have a control of the scratch off lottery tickets. And instead of getting fucking three cherries or whatever, I instead contented myself with a bunch of fucking extra tickets. I was like, yeah, yeah. I cheated <laughs> just so I could get like fucking the occasional free ticket. No, I mean, if I'm going to cheat, yeah. I'm going to win all the things that are important to me. That's yeah. how cheating works. You, it's not like you're cheating on the fucking ACTs. You're like, I'm going to give myself a 22. That's what I'm yeah. going to do. I'm going to I'm going to cheat, but I'm going to give myself a shitty score. Here's the I'm thing. I'm a fucking idiot. I'm going to go for a 24 because I have a modest college in mind. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. Yeah, no, I, I, uh, I, as someone who did get a 24 on the ACT, will say that cheating to get that number is probably not in your best interest. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, what a fucking crazy. So now, uh. but now you have to think, at this point, you have to look around. You have to think, okay, well, fucking Attorney General Bill Barr is now deep state. That's yeah, just they, that's they, locked he, in. He did, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, they came out now. and said, yeah, yeah they hundred percent came out and said right afterwards. Yep. No, Bill uh, Barr is yeah. deep state. Bill yep. Barr is deep state. Never mind, like all the crazy, insane, ultra Trump, ultra right wing shit that fucking Bill Barr has been a part of. Never mind nope. all the water that motherfucker has carried for years for Trump yep. and his entire agenda. That guy carried so much fucking water, he's a fucking dromedary. Like, it's amazing. <laughs> People are going to write us, dromedaries don't actually carry water. I fucking know. Okay. But like, All right. their humps are not actually... Fu get, get out That's of here. Fine. Go lay down. That's fine. He's a tanker truck. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> but like, and now, now you have to say, well, you know, I've always believed Mitch McConnell was not a true Republican. Mitch McConnell now is, is definitely deep state Democrat. Motherfuckers, if you think that Mitch McConnell and Bill Barr are deep state hidden super secret ninja Democrats that were like activated at fucking six weeks away from the end of his term. If I'm a Democrat and I controlled Mitch McConnell, don't you think I would have activated that motherfucker no a long kidding, time right? ago? No kidding, right? The, I would have activated him during fucking uh, during Obama's term. I would have detonated him during Obama's term. <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck kind of crazy low stakes cheating do they think we yeah. are involved in? Thing about Mitch McConnell, if you were to scanners blow up his head, it would just like inflate his chin and then it would go back <laughs> just in. Suck back it's in. So be like, no, sorry, man. I that's that's my safety valve. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> He's like a pressure cooker. It just <laughs> <laughs> unreal. No, what you're absolutely week. right. And you know what's gonna happen too, Tom, is that in the future. Because a Republican will win in the future, right? Republicans going to win in the future, maybe. I mean, you know, this can go one. Of, this can go one of two ways, right? I think that there's two possible ways. I mean, there's three. There can be sort of an, a current apathy, which always continues on both parties. It can be that it energizes the right constantly because they think they were cheated out of this election, mm -hmm. or it can. Uh, it can make them uh, sort of de-emphasize elections and think that that it's all rigged. So why bother? Right. So there's you know there's sort of three ways it could go, and I'm not saying that it's all going to go one way, but you know there's there's probably going to be certainly going to be all different kinds of people who are going to be voting. So that could go any of those ways, and it could go multiple ways. But I think a majority of them will will make that decision, 
And you know for 100% if it does energize them and they do win another election, especially a presidential election, they're not going to say that one was rigged. No. They're going to say yeah. that one is fine. That right. one's fine. That one's fine. But the moment somebody else wins anything from now on, they're going to say it was rigged. Rick. And you're going to... He's essentially in... He's... He's like a virus, and he injected that virus into the democracy of the United States, and it's here to stay now. That's it. It's here yeah. to stay. Uh, we have worried on this show. We, we've talked about this a number of times. We have worried on this show many, many times. Like, what what are the long-term impacts of this erosion of politics? Like, we, we, we have eroded. We have increased executive power to levels we've never had it before. But we've also taken a lot of the, the things that we thought of as rules and we've now identified that they are not rules, that they are traditions and that, yeah. that they do not actually have to be followed. And we've, we've taken a really sharp fucking sharpshooter eye at that shit. And yeah. we've exposed a lot of the cracks in the system. And it is evident now that there is a playbook for autocracy. And, yeah. and, and is, yeah. this has laid out the playbook for autocrats. And Absolutely. It's, it's a terrible worry that if we don't shore this up and make no mistake, we won't, we yeah. won't, um, that if we don't shore this up, that, that additional autocrats will come to power and they only need to be a little better and a little more nuanced than the chuckle fuck who was in charge for the 100%. last four years, hundred percent to be yeah. horribly, horribly damaging. So I, I really think we are on the edge of a precipice that we have no interest in pulling ourselves back from. I, I I am deeply concerned that what we are looking into, honestly, is the slow death of American democracy. I think, and I think one of the things that should have happened far earlier is that the Republicans that are in power should have come to the realization that they might lose some votes if they go against Trump in the short term. But it's the best thing for democracy in the long term to go against Trump right away and the day that the media calls it, say, no, that's stupid. The media does call it because they counted the votes and they contacted the people who count the votes and that it's been verified by those places and that will be verified in the future because there's never been a moment in the history of the country <laughs> where the, the media has called it. I mean, I, yeah, they've called it too early and right. that has happened yeah. in the past. I mean, there's that that Dewey beats Truman, right? Yeah. That that famous uh, headline that that he's holding up so yes, they have called it too early, but in this case, when they're pointing out that it's mathematically impossible for him to win Pennsylvania, that's not them calling it too early. That's just them reporting a fact. That's it. It's 100%. There's nothing to change it. And so they should have right away come across and said, yep. guess what we're going to do? We're going to come out and say, I'm sorry, Mr. Trump, but that's not that's not how this works. You're not going not gonna to be president in a couple of months. You did a great job. Thank you for getting us all these appointments. Thank you for such a great job you did, but you're not. And if it would have came out and said rigged, they should have 100% said, no, this election isn't yep. rigged. Yep. That's ridiculous. It's not true. And then they would have lost votes in the short term. That is a true thing because Trump is a force of nature and the Republican side of the fence. It's true. It's just a true fact. But he's going to be dead in a couple of years. Yep. And I don't think there's going to be anybody in his family line or anybody else that can snatch up this the thing no, that, no, that, the nobody else. that he's no. done. There's not going to be somebody else who does what he does. No. The combination of his own dimness with his own star power and his own narcissism is really just a, it's a formula that I don't think is going to be easy to repeat. And so we have this, 
you have this, this moment now where you can say, go fuck yourself. And he's probably not going to be able to run in four years. And you could probably stop him in a primary. Yep. And so, you know, you probably should. Six more weeks, Cecil. That's yeah, what man. we got to get I, through, buddy. Six. Weeks. I just want to see him go away. I don't know what's going to happen after that, but uh, <clears throat> but as it stands right now, um, you know, they're planning on moving. They're planning on moving down to Mar-a-Lago, even though the people down there don't want them there. Yeah, nobody uh, wants them anywhere. Nobody wants them anywhere, and so uh, yeah, I, which is crazy because you know there's there's such a a large group of people out there. Clearly, seventy some million people who like him enough to vote for him. Mm -hmm. I can't imagine why he can't find a place, but the places that he's choosing, even places that he won, he won fucking Florida. They still don't want him down there. Yeah, but you know, like uh, the thing is that even most of the places that he won, it's pretty narrow. Yeah. You know, and most of the places he won, he won't live. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So you look at, you look at a place like Florida. Yeah. He won Florida, but you know, he won Florida relatively narrowly. It's not like he won it by 20 points. It's not like he can walk down the street it's it's essentially like every other person or damn near. It's just statistically yeah. over, right? So right. yeah, I, a firebrand like that can just. Why would you want him in your city so he can like rile people up and have great big fucking rallies and shit and get like potentially like have riots and protests and counter protests? Yeah. If I was a mayor or or, or a governor, I'd be like, get the fuck no! I just I wouldn't want you here either. What I can't you, stop him, but fucking I wouldn't want him there. I wouldn't be courting him. What do you think about the future of the rally? He'll, I he's think he'll keep continue doing to have rallies. Yeah, he's they're going to keep makers. doing it. But what does it do, though? Uh, I think he's going to try to run in 2024 if he survives. Okay. If he lives to 2024, he'll try to run again. I think I here's 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 Tom Curry's fucking worthless fucking predictions. I think he's going to try to maintain as much spotlight as he possibly can. Um, the more spotlight he has, the more money he'll be able to raise for his pack. His pack is all personality, cult of personality driven. So as long as his idiot followers or a large percentage of his idiot followers think that he has viability, political viability, they'll continue to fund his pack, which is all just dollars in his pocket. Rallies just keep him viable. They keep him in the public spotlight. And I think that guy, he couldn't, he can't possibly fucking get hard without the spotlight on him. That's what he needs. It's his fucking Viagra, man. I... I think you're probably right. I think he's going to keep doing it. I wonder if it will just die out since he has no real power anymore. I wonder if that just dies out. But then, you know, uh, you look at what happened with Hitler and that didn't die out. So the best part about this is that he's old and yeah. hopefully he dies. Uh, hopefully of, of natural causes, of natural causes. Everybody dies at some soon. point. Everybody yeah. dies. Everybody dies. Hopefully yeah. he dies of natural causes sooner rather than later that's better for the world it's just better for the world would be a better place without donald trump in it that's 100 percent true but i think that that should happen naturally i guess the soon. the other thing that could happen the other conceive he he could spend the rest of his days curled up with a good book in his library oh yeah that's a possibility <laughs> too i i wonder though part no. of me wonders if he won't run for a governorship or a senatorship somewhere. Oh, that's interesting. Cause he could be the governor of fucking Alabama uh, or whatever. State. Any, yeah, really any garbage, garbage state, state he would win. That's interesting. Would he be governor of some? Yeah. Oh man. I don't know if he'd choose Alabama because he'd have to live there, you know? So, but I'd feel bad for all the Alabamites that have to live under him, but ugh. he would fucking win for sure there. He'd win Mississippi. I feel bad for all Arkansas, the women that have been under him. Yeah. <laughs> 
Let's talk about some good news, though, really quickly yeah. before we get in. First vaccines rolled oh. out this week. Flew uh, they, they flew in, approved last week after our show. So after our yep. show, they were approved by the FDA late Friday night. Saturday morning, they were in trucks and flying all over the United States, getting distributed, uh, and they started giving those vaccines out right away. The other vaccine is on the verge of being approved. Yep, the Moderna is, one. Uh, the Moderna one. So there might be two. Uh, and so good news, good news in that sense that there, we're yep. starting to see vaccines start to get rolled out for this. Very, very exciting to have some reason for hope, you know, yeah. not a reason to take our foot off the pedal in terms of, of making sure that we keep masks yeah. on and socially distance and stay home yeah. as much as you possibly can. It's going to be a tough winter, but it is incredibly exciting. And just from a pure, holy shit, the technology, yeah. holy shit, these mRNA vaccines are amazing, man. They're yeah, amazing. Yeah. And to build one this quickly, to build, it's just, I, holy shit. It is fucking exciting to get rid of COVID. And it's also exciting for what it may mean for the future of, of medicine in general. Yeah. It's, it, yeah. This I, is a, this is a turning point. It's a huge, it's a huge turning point. I'm very, I'm very happy that it took, you know, a little less than nine months uh, and uh, and we're we're where we're at, and yeah. I think that that's pretty amazing. That's a pretty amazing place to be, um, and it really just shows the uh, perseverance and what can happen if you dump billions and billions and billions of dollars into <laughs> right. research, and yeah. you have the smartest people in the world working on it. Yep. You know, you can we can fix a lot of things if we all put our mind to it, but I guess we all just want to fucking fight. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, you know, it it is encouraging though. I, I will piggyback on that, Cecil, because I am. I know that I've become over the last four years much, much more pessimistic than I used to be. I used to be very, very optimistic. And I've become much, much more pessimistic um, over the last four years. And I don't think that's unwarranted, unfortunately. But I will say that maybe we'll all figure out that climate change is a problem. You know, we all awesome figured we out that COVID was a problem and we all realized that the incentives to fix that problem were massive. When companies realize, geez, that on an incentive basis, if we fix this, we make a ton of money and we look like yeah. heroes. Maybe, maybe, just maybe, we're just we're just like me. Like I'm a guy who I can do, I can fucking write an amazing paper and read, but I can wait until the last minute. I need that pressure. Maybe that's how the world is going to fix some of these problems. Maybe we just are going to procrastinate our way up to the penultimate moment. But when we reach that penultimate moment and we're really put to the test, maybe we will come out ahead. I have some hope that we will, if pressured hard enough, actually fix some of these problems. And I, I would yeah. love for that to be the case. I would love to scramble at midnight to do my fucking homework, man. I'm worried we're just not going to do the homework, you know? Yeah. And we're just going right? to show up to class in our fucking underwear like it's a goddamn yeah, nightmare. Forgot but, my fucking combination of my locker. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, you know what? I watched us do it once and it is exciting. Only a business operating at a steady profit can give its workers security and employee benefits. Operating at a profit, a business can provide the employee with comfortable, colorful working conditions. High wages and steady employment. First aid and health protection. Mm -hmm. Accident and life insurance. Time off for vacations. 
employee working for a profitable business can maintain a savings account, own his own home, and have plenty of leisure to enjoy the peace and quiet of family life. So this first story comes from Salon.com. Government study shows taxpayers are subsidizing starvation wages at McDonald's, Walmart. Actually, the, the article mentions not just McDonald's and Walmart, but a number of other enormous companies. Amazon, Dollar Tree, Dollar General, Burger King, Wendy's, Taco Bell, Subway, Uber, FedEx, Target, Dunkin' Donuts, CVS, Home Depot, and Lowe's. Yep. Holy shit. There's that a is... lot of people. A lot, That's a lot a of lot people of employed people, by man. those companies. But, you know, the, the, the part of this article I want to talk about, because um, I really actually thought that um, some of the things that the corporate overlords said were probably the most important parts. And, and I'll, I'll read it, but I'll also summarize it first. They, they interviewed a couple of people from uh, these companies, from McDonald's um, and uh, from Walmart. And both McDonald's and Walmart said essentially the same thing, which is, look, man, we pay more than the federal minimum wage and we don't set the minimum wage. And I know that that's a bit of a cop-out, but it's also the fucking case that that means that this is our problem. We can't rely on corporations to do something which is moral, right? Nope. They're, nope. Their incentive structure, the, the way that they are built, is not to create moral outcomes. The, what they are created to do by themselves and what they are rewarded to do is to create profit. What we have to do then is we have to create structures that they are forced to build their profit within. And so the onus is not on corporations to do something which is structurally not in the interests of corporations. We know that's not going to work. It's almost not even worth talking about. The onus is on us to pressure lawmakers to say, hey, if, they, if, if people are broke and Walmart's paying 50% over minimum wage or McDonald's is paying 25% over minimum wage, the minimum wage is a motherfucking joke. And the, yeah. and the, the solution is not to bemoan Walmart for being evil. Yeah, they're fucking evil. They're a company. The, the solution is to look at our systems, our government systems, and say, hey, let's make that impossible for them to do business like that again. Let's, and let's, let's fix this structurally as a nation so that the minimum wage is a fucking living wage. Well, the problem is, is that you have people on the other side who will say, no, that's just a transitional job for kids. That's not, that's right. not somebody, you know, it's, it's something you get out of high school. I had a low paying job in high school and I didn't get a lot of money and, and I wound up becoming a congressman and therefore anybody can do it or whatever, you know, right. that's their, that's their line. That's yep. the line they sell. But what, what the worst part about this is, is that they're showing how much money all the people who who work at these places because the jobs, you know, yeah, the jobs are there. We've seen this before when they talk about job numbers and they say, oh, the job numbers, the job numbers, the job numbers. But that doesn't show you the quality of right. the jobs. Nope. What it shows you is that there a job exists somewhere, but it could be a gig job or it could be a Taco Bell job or it could be a shitty, you know, clearly a shitty Amazon or Dollar Tree job, yep. right? Could be any of those jobs where you don't get a chance to make a living wage. And what you have to do is live off of SNAP, government assistance. It's essentially a trickle-down paycheck yep. from us. Yep. We are paying it. We are subsidizing it. Yep. You know, you and me and everybody else who pays taxes is subsidizing those people to live. And, and, I, and I'm 100% for it. Like, I want to make sure that people have enough to eat. But I think that, you know, we're letting the corporations get off easy. 
you're letting them get off easy. And if you look at the profit numbers yep. that these corporations are pulling down and they list them in this thing, you look at these profit numbers, they have pl- there's plenty of room in there for this. There's a lot of room in yep. there for this, but you're you're allowing them to incentivize shareholders over employees. And that's that's your fault. Yeah. We we gotta fix this. You know, it it and it that argument, I want to address that argument real quick that, oh, you know, like we we could just fix that argument just by saying, look, we'll establish one minimum federal wage for under 18 employees. And yeah. we'll have a different minimum federal or mi- minimum wage for over 18 employees. That's it fucking done and done. That's it. Because then all those people whining about like, oh, why should some 16-year-old kid get paid a living wage? Well, first of all, everybody's work is fucking valued. But even if you, and I don't even like that solution. I'm just saying that like, it takes no imagination at all to develop a quick and ready yeah. solution to say, fine, fine. Even if I grant you that point, this solution is relatively straightforward. A 14, 15, 16, 17-year-old kid working at, at, at McDonald's part-time, you know, when he's not at school, he has a minimum wage of $10 an hour and everybody over the age of 18 has to make a living wage because we have decided that 18 is the age of adulthood and you should be paid like a fucking adult and an adult should make a living wage. And if that cuts into the profits of these companies, guess what? They're not going out of business. McDonald's will figure it out. McDonald's will get, you know, McDonald's will be around, guys. You're not going to lose McDonald's. McDonald's will be fine. Home Depot is going to be fine. And a company that can't figure out how to operate and pay its people a living wage, then that's not a viable company. It can go fuck itself and go out of business. Fine. Someone else will figure it out. That's capitalism. Right? Competition. Yeah, right? That's right. fucking cat. That's what we want. Why coddle them? Yeah. yeah. Why coddle sorry. them? There's oh, no reason. Well, we won't, we won't be ultra billionaires. Well, fuck you then. Oh, sorry. Well. Your business model isn't good enough for yeah. you to be extra fucking wealthy. Literally, nobody should be shedding a tear about this. No. No, I, I, I was going to try to like argue a little bit about uh, the 16 year olds getting different than somebody else or whatever, a different pay than somebody else, because then they would just hire a bunch of 16 year olds. And then I realized, no, they won't because nobody wants to hire only 16 year olds because <laughs> one out of eight of them is worthwhile. <laughs> right. Of them are all, yeah. The rest of them are all the worst worker you've ever seen yeah. in your entire life. They call in, say, like, let's, let's be real. Are you, yeah. Would they hire maybe some, but there's a finite number of those people. Yeah. Finite number of them seeking jobs, finite number of hours they're available. Yeah. It, it's actually not the worst solution. And it, it immediately undercuts that bullshit argument. Yeah. And it's not, yeah. it doesn't take a great creative mind to fucking come up with that. There hasn't been a change at all in the minimum wage in a decade. And it's really, I mean, it's a pathetic amount of money, Tom, when you think about it, seven twenty-five an hour, you think about it, it's a pathetic amount of money. It the is. amount of money is, is so tiny. We, we uh, have an employee that works for us. And in order for this person to make as, in order for the person who works for us, Ian, to make as much money as somebody who works a whole month at a job making 725 an hour, he only has to work a little over 40 hours a month Yeah, to make the same amount of money. Yeah, It's, it's simple. It's easy. It's, I mean, you know, and, and he works more than that for us, you know, he works more than that for us, but they, you know, the amount of money that you're paying somebody is not all the things that that person has to do to stay with their head above water is so much more. And we've talked about this in, in, in many different ways, but it's so much more than anybody who is more well off, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. you know, yeah. I, uh, I may be somebody who is more well off and my house might be paid off or my car might be paid off or my, you know, 
And then I live in a better neighborhood. So my insurance is better. And I go to, and I have a, a more well-stocked uh, Costco where milk is cheaper and where all this other stuff, yep. where, where I just get all these extra advantages. You know, you just start naming all the stuff that, 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 uh, that you get when you have that privilege of that economic privilege. And then suddenly you're just not spending as much money as those other people are. I was thinking about this the other day. I remember when I was growing up and I had every, every six to nine months, my family would have to get a new car because they would buy an old beater, right? right? And then they would, they would take that old beater and they would drive it into the ground. And growing up all the way into, until I was in my 20s, well into my 20s, I don't ever remember taking a car to a mechanic shop to get anything fixed that was except uh, like an oil change, right? That was the only thing I ever remember getting done. There may have been one or two procedures that were cheap enough to justify, but everything on those cars was essentially just, it was just going to break. And if it broke, it was never going to be fixed. Right. Yeah. So you would be in a car that would have a, 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 like the window wouldn't roll down or it would roll down, but you had to like bang it once and then do it and bang it again and then like <laughs> right. pull it and, and it would, and it would fall in the tracks. So you'd have to lift yeah, it up lift and it do all up. kinds of weird shit. The back door wouldn't open on the right. So everybody had to get off on the other side. There was uh you know, the, the, the catalytic converter fell off and you never replaced it. And then if you had to go in to get a, a, a smog inspection or whatever, those things, you would just literally go buy a new car because it was cheaper than replacing the things that were wrong with the other car. Yep. And so you would essentially just run every single car into the ground and none of them worked properly and then they would continually break until they just literally fell apart and then we would junk them and buy a new car. And the first time I ever fixed a car was when I was out of college was the first time I ever I ever bought a car and then I had enough money invested in that car where it was worth fixing it because there was still plenty of money to be paid on that car. And it was, it was not going to be a, a good car if I did not fix the things that were wrong with it. And that was the first time in my life that I ever did that. Yep. That was it. I was, I was almost 30 years old when that happened. You know, that's, and, and that's an interesting example because think about all the, the other costs that are involved. Getting a new car, I just looked it up out of curiosity, to get title and registry, title and registry in Illinois is $301 right now. So, being poor costs you more money, right? Because yeah. you're paying more in fees. You're buying, you're paying title and registration fees every six or nine months yep. to title and register that car. And then think about lost hours when your car breaks down, you didn't make it to work that day or lost job opportunities, lost interviews, things, jobs that you lost themselves because, hey man, my car broke down three times this month. Sorry, buddy. You can't work here anymore. You're not reliable. No, yeah, man. It, yeah. The, the amount of money it, costs to be poor is incredible. It is so expensive to be poor in real dollars, just in not in even relative terms in real dollars. It's just fucking expensive to be poor. That person who's buying that car every six or nine months is buying that car because they can't scrape together the, the, the monthly nut to make a car payment. But if you average it out over five or 10 years, they're probably it's more. paying more. It's more. It's, more. it's just that you can't, you, you, you know, you can't get the loan. You've got bad yep. credit, et cetera, et yep. cetera. Then when it you do all that stuff, then you're that person. You do end up getting a fucking loan. Guess what? You got a terrible interest rate. Yep. So that same, let's say you buy a $15,000 car and you're broke and you had, 
credit problems because you've been broke your whole life because you were raised in generational poverty and you've had difficulties that other people never fucking had to overcome. So you've got shitty credit. You go to buy a car and instead of that 0.0% interest rate for fucking 72 months that somebody with money and a good credit history has, you can't put any money down. You finance the whole 15 grand and you have a 12% interest rate. You spent more for the same car. Two people walking into the same lot buy the same car the poor motherfucker spends more for the car. Yep. We have a yep. system that penalizes us financially in real dollars for being broke. Yeah. And, it, and it's, in, it's terrible. It's unjust. And what's what's crazy is I always look back on those times and I look back at how I am now and I realize how ridiculously privileged I am that if I hear a weird sound, I can take my car somewhere and I can pay someone to look at it and figure out what's wrong with it and fix it. Right. I realize that privilege now. And I, I grew up without it, but I realize that I have it now. And I realize that not everybody has that. Sure, yeah. My teacher? Yes, little Hitler? My desk is small. I need this Polish boy's desk also. Everyone gets the same size desk, little Hitler. This is the future of America, Tom, you think? Oh, God. This story comes from TheRoot.com. Uh, MAGA marchers and Proud Boys descend on D.C., setting fire to churches, Black Lives Matter signs, and getting into stabbing fights. Neat. Stabbing fights. So I just really want to point out, when I read that, the first thing I thought when I, when I saw that this shit was going down was, man, when it was the fucking Black Lives Matter protests, how much fucking right-wing, you know, oh, it's, how much right-wing pissing and moaning about, you know, there, there's no right to protest if the protests are violent. These are riots instead of protests. These are thugs instead of protesters. How much of that shit did you hear? Oh, my gosh. So it was, much. It was never it, right? ending. It was never it, ending. It was never ending because that kind of narrative invalidates the point of the protest, right? You yep. no longer have to deal with whether or not the protesters have a point. You're able to invalidate the entirety of the argument by pointing to instances of violence. And then you have this happen and it's fucking violent. These, the same group, the, the, the right, who was screaming and yelling and pissing and moaning about, you know, the, the lack of, of decency and decorum when the people on the left protested, where's their screaming now? Yep. Where's their worry now? Stabbings. Yep. Fucking yep. stabbings, and, man. And look at that picture, the picture on this article, which you can find in the show notes. Look at all the buildings that are boarded up. Yeah. Look at all the buildings that are, why are they boarded up, right? They're not boarded up because there's ne'er-do-wells on the left, Antifa thugs on the right. left that are going to break anything. They're boarded up because they're afraid that these guys are going to break something. And guess what? They did. Yep. And I'll guarantee this for you too, Cecil. Like property damage? Where are the people saying we should shoot people with property damage? Yep. Oh, when, when they're burning a Black Lives Matter sign, when they're burning shit and breaking yeah. shit, where are the people saying we should be able to shoot the looters, we should be able to shoot the yep. people who are yep. causing property damage? Yep. Where are the people, because I'm looking at the same picture, man, there's a lot of people dressed all in black, looking fairly militarized. Where are all the people who are like, whoa, when black people show up wearing fucking, you know, flak jackets and all black and et cetera, et cetera, that's... That's Antifa. That's dangerous. Yep. That's yep. we can't have that. That's that's a militarized movement, and the police should put it down. Where are the police beating the shit out of these people? Yep. Where are the police ramming their bicycles into these people, running horses through the crowds, ramming these guys with their fucking cars? 
Why aren't the police breaking this shit up with tear gas the, like they did when there was a too. right? Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Because it's a bunch yeah. of fucking white people. That's why yeah. it's a bunch. It's a bunch of and and man, look at these fucking guys. Watch. I watched video after video of them beating the shit out of people that are just standing on the side that might have said something to somebody. You know, they might have said, you know, fuck Trump or whatever, and then they literally kick the shit out of them. On the street, they're beating them up down the street. There's a couple that were trying to get away, a, a, a man and a woman. They were trying to get away. And this group just kept pushing them to the ground, kept punching the guy, kept Jesus pulling the woman by her hair, throwing her on the ground. They wound up uh, beating the shit out of these people all the way up and down the street, up and down the street. And and you watch it happen. And that's not that's just one, but there's many instances of them working their way down, screaming stuff, ready to fight. I did get a chance to see a, a cop spray, pepper spray some of them. So that was the first time I ever saw that. I never saw uh, cops go after uh, uh, Trump supporters before. That was the first time I ever saw it. So they must have been really rowdy that night. Yeah, right. Um, uh, but, but you can just look, you just look and you watch them and you say, everything that they attacked the left for they're out there doing, but they're doing it because a guy's feelings were hurt. <laughs> not because, right. not because yep. of any systemic problem. There's no systemic problem that they're trying to fight against, right? There's no system that is holding any of these people down. No. And it might be maybe the economic system for some of them, but mostly it's there's no system that's holding these people down. Instead, they're just out there because one guy's sad. Yeah. Well, they're out there because like their boss lost his job. Yeah, that's it. Like they really, they really liked that boss and that boss lost his job and they're going to yeah. have a great big fucking pouty tantrum about it. Yep. Yep. Harvey, want anything special for your birthday? Just a decent cup of coffee. You're kidding. I'm serious. Honey, your coffee's undrinkable. It's pretty harsh. Well, so's your coffee. You know, the girls down at the office make better coffee on their hot plates. Well, see you later. So this story is from The Guardian. This was kind of all over the place. There was a really awful op-ed in the Wall Street what Journal. A shitty op-ed, huh? Um, did you read that op-ed? I just want to read a little piece of it because I think it's so, just so demeaning. He says, this guy, uh, Joseph Epstein, uh, interesting name. He says, uh, Madam First Lady, Miss Biden, Jill, kiddo, any chance you might drop the doctor before your name? Dr. Jill Biden sounds and feels fraudulent, not to say a touch comic, end quote. Kiddo? Kiddo. Kiddo? Kiddo. Fucking outrageous. This is this is a woman with a fucking doctorate in education. Yeah. A doctorate. It's a terminal yeah. fucking degree. She has earned the right to call herself doctor. That's what a doctorate is for. That's what that's for. We wouldn't, there's no fucking way we would say this about a man. There is no, no way you'd say, kiddo. How many times have you been called kiddo as a grown up? I don't think a single time. Never. Yeah. Nobody would ever call me kiddo. Nobody would ever call you kiddo. How yeah. fucking patronizing and paternalistic and small minded yeah. is this? Yeah. And how and how fucking fragile are you that you're upset <laughs> right? that someone else is calling themselves doc? Hey, here's the thing. 
how she styles herself isn't about you. How about that? You know, you ever consider that maybe she's autonomous and can make decisions on her own without you there to fucking give her advice on this? Well, this is this is clearly somebody who's like, look, I don't want to give women deference and respect. And that honorific yep. 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 means that I have to I have to treat this woman with deference and respect as a result of her education. And I don't do that for women. I don't. <laughs> I don't treat Sorry. women deferentially. I don't do that. Yeah, that's not that's me. Not me. That's I'm not, not me. that guy. Yeah. Some people are me. that guy. Some people are yeah, like, women me. can be people or whatever yeah. you guys say. And, you know, education, <laughs> it actually confers some level of, you know, respect. No, I, that's not me. That's not yeah. me. You know, <laughs> what like I, if what you don't I have a penis, is, you don't count. It's a magic what, wand that gives you respect. <laughs> what I love, Tom, is that this week the whole right blew up including fucking that squeak toy Ben Shapiro who was saying, who was saying, uh, he even tweeted about it saying how disappointed you'd be if you were having a stroke and someone had introduced themselves as doctor and you found out they were a doctor of musicology or something. And some guy tweeted, how disappointed would you be if you had a dinner party and Ben Shapiro was there? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's so amazing. It's so amazing. I'd be so disappointed. Oh, I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you how disappointed I would be if Ben Shapiro was a place where I was. Oh my God. Oh, oh God. I, we, we are smart enough to differentiate the idea that there are more than just medical doctors. Right. That's I a mean, child's I, that version. Hard? That is seriously, this is a child. That's what little kids think. There's only one kind of doctor. <laughs> little kids. <laughs> When I'm a yep. little, because that's the only doctor you're exposed to because you're fucking stupid and people with yeah. university <laughs> degrees no don't want to hang out with you. Yeah. That's just true. Them, yeah. Like nobody yeah. with a fucking doctorate hangs out with kids because they're like, fuck, what? No. But like doctors have to take care of kids so they're exposed to them. That is a yeah. childish, juvenile, puerile so, view. It's such a stupid thing, but it's it's one of those things that, that popped out this weekend. They kept on screaming about it and crying about it, how this guy was right for saying this. And I just, I, I, I couldn't believe that there's this much vitriol about how someone self styles, but then I remembered, oh yeah, that's how they treat trans people too. So you know, <laughs> I guess, I guess I should have expected it. You know what I mean? However, somebody self styles isn't part of your business. Who cares? Well, I, I, I really think it's because nobody, they don't want to say Dr. Biden because that they, they don't want to be in a position where they are offering that honorific. They don't want to say admittedly, like, yeah, I think it's, it scares the shit out of them. Cause they're admittedly, I'm certain that other doctors are not worried about this. Yeah. I, I'm sure of it. Is I ben will Shapiro say got a doctorate? I don't know. I will say admittedly though, Tom, I didn't want to say president Trump. I did say it yeah. eventually, but I didn't want to say it. I will say that. <laughs> This story comes from The Guardian. South Africa's chief justice unrepentant for linking COVID vaccines oh, come on. to Satanism. Jesus Christ. Satanism. Also, I just want to say 
that if Satan were a person, he would look like that guy. <laughs> look at he that guy. Crazy as look fuck. at that guy. That guy, that guy, that guy definitely looks with the it's the small glasses that make you evil. That, you know that, right? That, it's the little you know what? glasses. You're not wrong. It's little, little glasses, glasses on an enormous head. A little glasses on a guy like that, that makes you just he looks like somebody who I don't know. He looks like somebody who would experiment on humans. That's what it looks like to me. I don't know why. I just see that and I think little glasses, experimentation on humans. That's what I think. That's, it's, it's, there, there are those like ultra magnifying glasses so you can see the organs he's <laughs> so vivisecting <laughs> out of you even easier. That's as he's cutting you apart. Let me this read. is so horrifying, Tom. Let me read what he actually wrote. He said uh, his name is Magong, Magang, Magong. I don't know. Um, just, I can't don't try. I'm Just don't. Magong. Majong. He prayed at a public event on Thursday that people should be spared any vaccine that sought to, quote, advance a satanic agenda of the mark of the beast. Addressing questions about this, he later said, if there is any vaccine that is deliberately intended to do harm to people, that vaccine must never see the light of day. I cry unto God to stop it. I don't think the vaccine must ever be compulsory. You can't impose a vaccine on people, why should you? I will say this. I would agree in principle that we should be spared satanic vaccines that seek to harm people, but that is not what this is, you nimcompoop. There is nothing. The mark of the beast is a stupid fucking thing, and if you believe it, you are stupid. You are a stupid fucking person if you believe there say, is though? a mark or a beast or a beast Didn't that's I? worried about marks or it whatever. Was last week. It was last week I talked about this. Yeah. I mean, it was last yep. week that I mentioned this. Yep. And it's it's so obvious to see happen. It's started happening here in the States and it's been happening because it's just it's just one of those things that you see and you think this is just an obvious thing that somebody is going to link this in some way to religion to make it so uh, there's a mass movement against taking it. And it's happening here in the States. There's plenty of people all over the country right now that will not take it. There's people on uh, that have their own shows now that will not take it. They're talking, uh, we, we might actually get to one of them in this show. I don't know, but there was a woman who, you know, yeah. who has her own show who's saying that she wouldn't take it if Jesus took it. Uh, and so, I mean, I mean, the chances of Jesus taking it are pretty, pretty, pretty slim. Yeah. But it just slips I, right uh, through his fingers. I, yeah, right. It's just, do you shoot it at him from across the room? He's like, "Fuck, I dropped it." Fuck. Here, catch. Fuck. Oh man. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but, but man, this is this is one of those things that it is. I do not feel like, you know, as excited as we are about vaccines, and as you know, you and I talk about it earlier and said, "Man, that's such a great news. It's such good news." I'm still afraid of what's going to happen in the future with trying to roll this vaccine out mm -hmm. to people because there are just uh, too many stupid people have a voice in this yep, yep. and too loud a voice yeah. and are too convincing of other stupid people. It's entirely possible that there may be regions of the world which become essentially non-travelable. You know, we, yeah. we, we, there, there may be parts the of the United world. States Maybe be one part of those of places. Yeah, the yeah. United States may be a part of the world, which is, you know, just a, a significantly less safe place to be. I think that we'll get good vaccine buyout. I really do. I'm I'm very hopeful that we're going to have enough incentives, financial incentives, incentives from I the ground up. Yeah. yeah. Um. I really hope that that's the case, but I also worry very much that there's going to be parts of the world that 
never reach any significant vaccine yeah. numbers, yeah. and they'll just essentially be places that are unsafe to travel to. Yeah. This was how your day started. Started wrong. Barbara! Barbara, get up! You'll be late for school! Does she have to do this every morning, Barbara? Even if you're not really well-mannered, you could make a habit of being civil. You're almost always late, and you're guilty about it. You're in a rut with a bad habit, distaste for your sloppy ways. You were embarrassed by your messy hair and the fingernails you had neglected to clean. You weren't listening. But we always go to the beach. Every year we take a cottage at Essen. You couldn't help interrupting, could you? You added nothing to that conversation. It's a little late for tears, isn't it, Barbara? Even though you didn't know it was going to happen today, you've still had your whole life to prepare for it. And now it's a little late, isn't it? This story comes from Rolling Stone. Pastel QAnon is infiltrating the natural parenting community. This is a really, really long article, and it can be basically summarized this way. Fucking crazy people be crazy about all the crazy <laughs> shit. Man, the, the fucking natural parenting community has always embraced some really like wacko, ultra extreme, super woo shit. Do you know a lot about the natural parenting community? I know some about it, yeah. yeah Can I, you tell me a little bit about it? I don't really know a lot about it. You know, it's it's some of that um, home birth. Um, oh, okay. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. It, it, it's a lot of... It's a lot of bullshit anti-vaxxer stuff that's involved yeah. in that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's a lot home of birth like is all, home birth also has that as a big right. It's, component, it, that's what right? it's all kind of like tied up together. So there's right. this. Don't and go to the hospital because they're yeah, out to get you. Distrust of pay, doctors. You got to yeah. pay money. And right. The only gonna, birth that's acceptable is a natural birth without any drugs and. You know, you got a fucking. Do you get a medal? Do you get a special medal when you do that? Do you get a special? You get a badge. Uh, you get a, there's a you get sash. A badge? There's a sash. Oh, nice. You get one sash. if you give birth at home in your yeah. bathtub. You get another okay. one if nobody was there to help uh, or assist <laughs> or make sure it was if safe. If you give birth in a bathtub by yourself and nobody hears it, did it happen, Tom? <laughs> well, if the baby doesn't cry, <laughs> <laughs> did it even born? <laughs> And then you, you get one uh, if you uh, breastfeed to the age of five. Like, so if you breastfeed uh, a five, like, it, it's really weird after if kindergarten. You, if you That's, breastfeed your college year old kid. <laughs> have you ever been around somebody who's breastfeed well after they should? Oh, have you ever been around? Yes, that? absolutely. Yeah. Yes. yeah. So uh, uh, I belong to a, a, a dork organization where that happens sometimes. And there's like little kids with full teeth running around, <laughs> playing on like a fucking slide. Yeah, and the mic like, be like, come, they have a fucking come on over permit, and eat, man. eat, eat, little child. And grab the little kid and <laughs> stick it on the tin. And you're just like, what the fuck is happening right now? I don't even believe this is happening. Oh my God. And then you just, you, 
the whole time you just, you, you, you don't want to look, you want to look, you don't want to look, you want to know what's yeah. happening. Like, are, is she smothering it? What is happening what? right now? There's like a kid who's like old enough. He's like juggling fire and shit. He's like hitting <laughs> on other women. Then he comes <laughs> over for a snacky snack. You're There's like, a what? kid <laughs> but contributing to his 401k on your teeth. It's just, I don't get it. I don't get it. It's uh, so strange. But there, I mean, these are, these are kids. And we're not anti-breastfeeding. It's just, there's no, a No, no, but a I'm, talking about, I'm talking about kids yeah. with all their words. Yeah. Like, that's not, a, that's not a kid anymore. He's a PhD student for crying out loud. Yeah, what man. is happening? It's it's all that kind of crazy shit. And this article is like a great example. This article um, re- relates to your five. <laughs> so one of the, the, the woman that this article starts off talking about um, is a self-described writer, birth educator, free birth coach. Free, free birth. birth. Free yeah. birth. Do you stand in the audience with a lighter? Free birth. Free well, birth. You know, crazily, man, there's no audience because free birth is about unassisted at-home childbirth. That's without the guidance of a doctor, midwife, Wait, doula, or any on, other though. trained professional. Hold on, though. What if you have a dolphin with you? <laughs> I saw those fucking videos of women like traveling across the world to give yeah. birth in like in like the fucking sea around <laughs> dolphins and shit. Like they're oh, they're no. in the ocean, no oh. shit, laboring in the actual ocean with fucking apex predators <laughs> swimming around. <laughs> fucking what is you're wrong ch- with you you're people? Chumming the water. Essentially. <laughs> What is happening? What that is crazy? Is, my wife one time accidentally brushed some coral and her fucking leg was infected for months. I remember months. that. It was just like she accidentally touched it while we were in the water in fucking the Bahamas or something. She had like eight it gangrenes. Just, she had, it was unbelievable. <laughs> she, she had to get her, her leg amputated like four times. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it just kept growing back. Uh, it just kept growing back. It was, the first it was time. weird. It was weird. But yeah, fucking crazy, dude. Fuck? This is insane. Yeah. And of course they're going to go for QAnon because- right. Because once you're inoculated to this bullshit, you start to collect it. Yep. It's just, it just starts to, it's, you're like one of those, it's not a game you've played, but you're like a Katamari. There's this game, this video game where you essentially run around and you, uh, things like are attracted to you as a, uh, 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 magnetically. And then they start to collect and you start to get this huge ball of (laughs) shit that you're rolling and you're trying to collect more as you roll down the hill. It's called Katamari. It's a funny, stupid game, right? But (laughs) that's essentially what you are. Once you start to do some of these woo treatments, you essentially become a woo Katamari. You're rolling down the hill, collecting, you know, energy healing. You're collecting any other kind of alt med, acupuncture, Reiki. You're collecting uh anti-vaccination you're collect you're just collecting all this yep. garbage yeah it, it all it, it, it all ties into a conspiratorial yeah. worldview it where, rhymes well yeah exactly it's perfect and these are not yeah. uninfluential people like this crazy fucking woman has twenty eight thousand followers on instagram where she <laughs> calls her herself- 28,000 kids <laughs> Then she all shit out while no one was looking. <laughs> okay, go in your birth closet or fucking wherever you do this <laughs> crazy free birth. birth room. Why do I have to have a whole room for this? Why? This is yeah. so weird. Now, explain to me again why it's safer if nobody can help. Well, just lots of things are safer if nobody can help. What the? What the? What is ever safer? Uh, That's like fucking free skydiving. Just yeah, I'm just gonna do it without the aid of any 
guy and Here's just going to jump out and hope. You throw the parachute and I'll try to catch it. <laughs> <on the ground. laughs> uh, you want to show you how this works? Fuck you. No, I don't want you to show me how this uh, works. I'll just God. jump out and figure it out. Oh, fuckers. Anyway, she calls so she herself has 23,000 Insta followers. 28,000 Insta followers where she calls herself a bringer of light. That's a variation on light worker, which is the same kind of nomenclature that's associated with the QAnon deep state child sex trafficking bullshit, right? And they, they use a lot of the same terminology. They talk about save the children. That's another hashtag co-opted yeah. from that fucking same nonsense stuff, right? Yeah. And, it, yeah. and it makes sense because it all feeds the same... You know, the only one to save us is us, right? Anybody with a position of uh, authority is to be distrusted. Anybody with, but more than just authority, anybody with expertise is working against you at all times, right? That is a huge part. That is a huge part of this conspiratorial mindset is that experts are always working against your best interests. They are never, doctors, politicians, anybody who is in a position of expertise, they are always working against you. And so you are always this like lone wolf yeah, fighting the, the good fight yep. against the, yep. the, the combined powers that be. It's fucking crazy bonkers time nonsense. It's yep. all yep. crazy bonkers it's time nonsense. It's all crazy, man. It's all crazy. And it, and it all feeds into the other thing. Where you know you watch one of these watch one of these movies that talks about one of these topics, it's infiltrated by all the other yep. crazy shit. Yep. Right. So it's they'll interview somebody in one of these goofy movies, and I remember I watched one of these goofy movies about having babies at home or something. It was a dumb movie I watched a long time ago. With some quasi star who was like a daytime yeah, star. Yeah, like Ricky, Ricky, Ricky Lake Ricky or something Lake. was it? Yeah, Ricky was Lake was like, if you one have of these a baby in a hospital, movies. your baby yeah. will hate you forever yeah, and you'll be if sad. If you have a baby, they'll, 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 they'll see the lights and then they'll be real sad. <laughs> no, it's just really stupid. But I remember watching it and there and there's so many little bits of woo that that permeate the whole thing. Yep. And I remember seeing it. It was one of those, it was one of those documentaries that everybody talked about. And I don't even know why I watched it because I was a fucking, I'm never gonna have kids, so I don't <laughs> give a fuck how they I don't care how they're made. It's like fucking sausage. Like I don't need to know how it's made. I don't care. But uh, but uh, I remember watching it and thinking, well, that is really dumb. I'm sorry I wasted my time on that. But then I also remember seeing all of those anti-vac because there's so much. Yeah. There is so much overlap with the anti-vax community in that. And you could just tell too, there's so much overlap between the anti-vaxxers and the people who believe that stupid shit and QAnon. They just overlap so yeah. well. And there's, and the worst part is, is that just like, uh, just, just like all the other stuff that, you know, when, when you start to get involved in one of these things, you start to get involved in so many of these other dumb ideas they can keep grabbing people from on the fringe and pulling them in and, and feeding them more and more bullshit. And so you're basically making a bullshit army. Yeah. And it's it's insane. And it's and it's magnifying now more than ever because there's no baffle to stop this information anymore. There's no, there's nothing there to slow the information yep. down, like editors or anything like that. Yep. Instead, it's just all free information. And you're in a you're in a bad way now because this information is free, but it's also harmful. Yeah, it's free and it's plentiful. This yeah. woman named Norris Clark, uh, she describes herself again on Instagram as a truth seeker, mother, informed consent advocate who is working to save our children from the satanic, child-sacrificing piece of crap known as the pharmaceutical industry. Oh, my God. And I, I, th I think what a couple of things that are important about that is, um, first of all, that, that satanic piece is in there again. It's satanic panic, which is all QAnon is, right? Yeah. 
And it's also, just a different, yeah, it's not a different lens, but yeah. Spinning your hatred of the pharmaceutical industry, it doesn't matter what that last set of words was, right? So you could be like working to save our children from the satanic child sacrificing piece of crap known as the literally Mad Libs that. Yep. Mad Libs it. It doesn't matter. Doesn't because matter. Because once you've established that you are on the side of protecting children from Satan, which goes back to the fucking satanic panic shit, right? Because everybody yeah. wants to protect the most vulnerable people in any society because that's inherently a moral obligation. So if you set up a narrative which first establishes that the kids are not all right and that they are in danger, you've created a moral obligation. And yep. then you can just tack on whatever the fucking worry du jour is. Yep. Whether Doesn't it's matter. pharmaceuticals yep. or, you know, doctors that show up at your birth or whatever you're upset about. Yeah, man. It you doesn't matter. Right. Doesn't matter. And you... It's about saving the kids, man. Right. It's about saving the kids, man. Yep. And that's and you that's all you have to do. Preconditions. Yep. And now you're good. Now you're good. You can say whatever crazy thing you want after that. <laughs> yeah. Because who argues against? Who's like, you know what? Yeah. I don't want to do. Nah, fuck those. Save Actually, them. I would. Yeah. I'd argue against that. <laughs> fuck those kids. I'm a decent boy, just landed from the town of Galifad. I want a situation, yes, and want it very bad. I seen employment advertised, it's just the things as I. But the dirty spell being ended with no Irish need apply. So this story, I fucking love every single thing about this story. This is something else. New York Times. Man is jailed after taking jet ski across the Irish Sea to see his girlfriend. Defying the Isle of Man's coronavirus restrictions, a 28-year-old traveled from Scotland to the island on Friday. Days after he arrived, he was sentenced to jail for four weeks. So this guy meets this girl. Have you ever been to the Isle of Man? I've not. Have you? I, I haven't. I, I'm looking at it now, like, and it looks really great. But it is sort of really just smack dab in the middle of that, uh, in the middle in between uh, uh, Ireland and Scotland. It's, I mean, it's it's smack dab right in the middle. It's... Uh, I didn't, and, and the thing is, is like, I, I think I probably knew it was there, but I just didn't know it was a thing. I thought it was just like, oh, that's one of our islands that we just have. <laughs> I didn't realize it was its own, so, its own thing. Who owns it? Who's the owner of the Isle of Man? Is it its own thing? It's or a is it a Scotland thing? Yeah, it's actually a self-governing British colony or British crown oh, dependency shit. is what it is, not a colony. No shit. Yep. yep, yep. It's supposed to be very pretty. I did, I did actually... Google it out of curiosity because I didn't know anything I'm gonna about it. I'm going to go there. I'm going to go. I want to go to the Isle of Man. It looks and very, then I wanna, very beautiful. And then I want to go to Denmark where there's the Isle of Woman. Somewhere, <laughs> I'm sure. That's actually Lesbos. That's near Greece. That's <laughs> Lesbos. <laughs> so this guy meets this girl. He falls in love with her, whatever. He's getting a little lonely. Maybe it's been a while. He wants to see his girl. She's on the Isle of Man, which maybe he's worried. Maybe he's like, hey, there's hey, a lot of guys there. Look, it's the Isle hey. of Man. How am I going to compete? <laughs> so he does the only logical thing. One day right. he buys right. a jet ski and then okay. the next day he gets on that jet ski and takes off across the sea on a jet ski, <laughs> on a fucking jet ski. <laughs> this is so fucking amazing. He thought it was going to take him 40 minutes. That's what he was. He, he figured this would be a 40 minute trip from the southwestern coast of Scotland to his girlfriend's house. He later told authorities he'd never ridden a jet ski before. <laughs> you would think that would be a good prerequisite you to know, have ahead of time. 
I have done some stupid shit when I was horny before, but I have never been like, I bet I could take a jet ski across the ocean to get laid. That is like, you are so led with your dick when you are doing that. (laughs) (laughs) I admire the confidence too. It's just like, I do too, man. I can totally make it across. What could go wrong? I have a whole jet ski if something <laughs> goes wrong in the ocean. On a okay, jet hold on. Ski. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. I got to figure it out. I got to figure out how far away this is. Okay. It's, it's 10 miles. I'm doing a little back, literally back of the envelope. It looks like it's about 20 miles offshore. <laughs> it's so far when you think it's about it. It's not right there. Uh, it's not right there. Like if you were going from this Isle of Withorn, and I don't know if I'm saying that correctly. Don't don't correct my pronunciation. We have, it's got, it's 10 miles here on this thing. So 10 miles is this. Yeah, it looks like it's at least 20, 20 <laughs> miles. 20 on a jet ski you've never seat. ridden before. You've How far do jet skis even get on a take a gas? <laughs> I guess they go real far, man. So, but, but they then just don't do it fast. <laughs> <laughs> four hours. Dude, there had four and a half hours because he had bad weather. There had to be a moment where you're like, all right, I'm chugging along. You're, you're 40 minutes in. You're like, okay, am I almost? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> when you think about it, too, if it's 20 miles, 40 minutes is optimistic on the water. Yeah, I don't know how fast do you think you're going. <laughs> you think you're going to bang out 30, like 30, 40 miles an hour on average? Really? How fast is a jet ski? <laughs> <laughs> 40 to 70 miles an hour. 70 miles an hour? <laughs> what? Well, so he's probably like, what now? no problem. I'll just crank this bitch. Oh, <laughs> 70 miles an hour sounds really dangerous. <laughs> Holy shit. I don't even like to do that in a car with airbags and side <laughs> airbags. 70 miles an hour. I'm scared to roll my windows down. Like, <laughs> I feel like I'm re-entering Earth's atmosphere. Are you kidding me? 70 miles an hour in a, in a, in a, on a car is fast. <laughs> 70 miles an hour on the water that can move <laughs> when it wants to? Are you kidding me right Dude, now? Jet skis are like six feet long. They barely <laughs> float. Like you've been on jet skis. And like, yeah, I, I, they, I would not go. Uh, I would not head out across the Irish Sea on a jet yeah. ski. But this and, guy does. Then when I love he shows up, he still has to walk 15 <laughs> miles. He, he overshot the port. <laughs> so that to be that I wonder if he's just exhausted. Yeah. It's been fucking two Lord of the Rings movies or whatever. Uh, gosh, he's, he's got his jet skis dragging by him as he's walking 15 miles. He's got a chain. He chains it up to a tree or something. Oh, God. <laughs> Can you give me a ride back to my Jesus jet ski? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Holy shit, man. <laughs> man, that's unfucking believable. That is unbelievable. I love the end of this article too, because at the end of the article, they're asking somebody like, you know, why would it have taken that long? As for why it took Mr. McLaughlin more than four hours to cross a short distance, Alan Sterling, the owner of a boat dealer in Linwood, Scotland, said the trip should have taken less than an hour. Sterling says, you can see the Isle of Man from the peninsula where he set off. To cover that distance is not a great feat. He's just incompetent and he had bad weather. Didn't he check the weather before taking his inaugural fucking ski-doo trip across the ocean? 
It's unreal, dude. It's unreal. I, I've been on these before. Yeah. And I've been near the shore. But I could never, and as this, I was on the sit-down one. I don't know if he's on like the stand-up one or not. I don't know, right? Because there <laughs> are, there's a stand-up there's version, There's a stand-up right? one, yeah. I think yeah, that one is actually, the, I think that's the difference between a jet ski and the other thing. What's the other thing? Like a ski do. jet ski and a ski do or something yeah. like that. It's just hard to know. I yeah, don't know. I don't what really the difference. know. But anyway, I know there's a difference. There's a standy and there's a city, <laughs> right. right? And so I've been on the city ones before and I've driven around near, and I've only done it on the ocean, right? I've never done it on a lake or a, a river or anything like that. I've only done it on the, on the ocean and I've done it on the ocean um, two or three times, different places, but I've always been near shore. I would never in my life think, <laughs> I don't know what I, I can't see where I'm going. Like, I can't see the thing that I'm driving to. But you know what? I ain't had no poonie for a little while. So gotta, I'm in the road and something's getting wet today. I don't care what it is. <laughs> something's getting wet. And that's what I, I would never in my life consider that. And I don't think, I've been on these things. I don't think I've ever been on one that could go 70 miles an hour. Miles an hour. I mean, if something goes wrong, all you have is a jet ski. <laughs> you know? You're not even buckled to it. Or it, it, it it's not even got sides. Throw you off. And, oh. Wait, it, it, it just will just, just tip it. It's like being on a fucking, it's worse than a rowboat. It's unbelievable. Oh, it's so good. God. That woman must have a fucking magic vagina. <laughs> I swear to God, her fucking pussy must do shit that is just out of this world. So we want to thank our patrons. Of course, we want to thank all our patrons. We want to thank our newest patrons. And by the way, passively aggressively mentioning from Ian here in the notes patrons ahem which i added in 554 fucker that he is he's got to passively aggressively remind me in the notes that he i was there i totally added him and you just didn't scroll down <laughs> whatever anyway here's the patrons we do want to thank those patrons too so kent bob and jonathan thank you so much and we want to thank brady who upped thank his you. patronage last week and this week the patrons for this episode son of a sven catherine life's Peachy, huh? Clever. Spelled like Nietzsche, guys. It should be Nietzsche, isn't it? I don't know. Anyway, at Evan. <laughs> Life's Pitcha. Evan, CJ, and the people who up their pledges, Simon. Thank you so much for your generous donations. Really do appreciate it. Um, patrons, if you're hearing this ahead of time, you probably heard our live stream this week already, but you know that Thomas Smith and uh, Andrew Torres of the Opening Arguments podcast are doing a live stream like we did uh, to save the Senate. They have a whole brand new slew of people on. And so you can join their live stream on Sunday. If you're getting this Monday, you might not hear it, but the patrons will hear it ahead of time. And uh, you can join in there on their live stream. So check out that, uh, that audio from that live stream. Find out when it is. Check out our, our show notes. And if you're hearing this after the fact, if you're hearing this day after, you can still donate in their live stream. Uh, you can check the show notes for that and you will be able to find all the uh, information for their sh for their uh, their donation drive. With the, they're using the exact same group that we use, that Act Blue. Um, all the money's going to those Senate candidates. So uh, you're going to want to go over if you have a little extra funds and ship it at them. So we got a video. Somebody says, this is Ian's secret identity. Uh, and he said that Ian is Hermie, who is the... Uh, 
He's not really a hipster douchebag. He's just a reject elf dentist. And I have to say, 100% Ian. 100% Ian. Amazing. Ian, post this on this week's show Perfect. notes. Post you, post you as a claymation <laughs> character on this week's show notes, if you can, please. Uh, we also got an image. This is from Dalton. And it's an image... Um, that I don't have to. I don't have to post because it's disgusting and it doesn't show anything. It's just a word. I'm going to read it here. It says eggnog cake, a spiced yeah. cake filled with Irish whiskey and yeah. topped with eggnog buttercream. That's called human jizz. Eggnog buttercream. So I don't know. You couldn't put enough whiskey in that cake to make that 100%, drinkable. Or 100%. Oh. So I do want to play a clip. Uh, this clip is from Andy, and I'm going to play it. It's a short clip, really quickly. Can your science explain why it rains? Yes! Yes, it can! <laughs> that's good. That's, that's so, so good. good. Uh, that's from uh, Avatar. I guess it's from Avatar The Last Airbenders. <laughs> Super <laughs> uh, We got a message from Hebrew Hooligan. Hebrew Hooligan says, cars have Wi-Fi now. Are they going to get a bigger Faraday cage for that one? <laughs> Could you imagine having to be like a roll cage on the outside of your car? <laughs> no, right? My cage is in a cage. Which uh, is in a, it's a never end. It's like a fucking Russian uh, nesting doll of fucking so Faraday cages. So, so we got a message from Simon. This is on Patreon. And last week, someone had asked, what would it take to have Ian and yep. Gary have their own short episodes that they could do on occasion? And I said, look, it's going to take $5,000 an episode, patrons. And so Simon has thrown down the gauntlet. I want to read this. Concerning the challenge Cecil issued on last episode, I've increased my monthly pledge from $5 to $8. If all your current patronages has increased their pledges $3, your often comment about <laughs> spinoff shows will be more or less locked in. Uh, so yeah, so they're going to defer us to Andrew Torres Esquire and his expertise concerning your legal position vis-a-vis <laughs> -vis the public <laughs> challenge that at a $5,000 pledge increase per episode, we will be sufficient to guarantee a spinoff podcast starring Ian and Gary challenge accepted. So one person has done it. Now all we need is the rest of our patrons. Everybody it's else. A, it's it's a small ass, guys. Come on. Don't be right. ridiculous. I just Everybody wants to hear the Ian and Gary podcast. You just have to think about how great that show is going to be. Think about how, men, how much Ian has to talk for Gary at a high voice all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's <getting> crazy. Uh, <laughs> Gary and Ian try stuff on the internet. You know, the show where Gary and Ian review stuff from the internet that you suggest. This season, we're working our way through the back catalog of AdamandEve.com. We're talking about sex swings and nipple rings. We're using penis sleeves and anal beads. We're getting condoms on our strap-ons. We're sitting here with butt plugs what and... What is going on, Gary? What, what are you doing? What, no, what no, do you do? What are you recording? It's just a pilot episode. I was just fucking... It's a bit, Gary. It's not going to happen. It's bullshit. Yeah, but people want it. Look, at, look, people are already upping Tom, their pledges. Thomas Cecil made a ridiculous number. It's never going to happen. It's this podcast it. is never going to fucking happen. And I'm not reviewing sex toys with Ian, you. Ian, we got to give the people what they want. It's fucking weird, Gary. We got to give them what they want. Nobody wants this. You know they want it. For fuck's sake, Gary. You can't watch me use sex toys. If they want to see you insert something into your rectum, they're gonna get it. The fuck they are, and there definitely won't be any video. There's already video. Gary, yeah. give me that no. tape. Give me that fucking tape. Give me that tape. Now leaving. Gary and Ian get fucked.com. Nope. We got an image from Aaron, and Aaron always sends in the best images, and this is so great. I love this one so much. We're gonna post it on this week's show notes. This is 
perfect. Got actually. a message uh, from Sarah, and Sarah says that they sell uh, hearing aids. And someone came in and said they bought a special plug for her outlets that blocked the Wi-Fi demon waves. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the important Wi-Fi waves oh, to block. Gosh. You want to block the demon ones, Cecil, not the angel yeah. ones. It depends sure. on which it Wi-Fi waves you, go to your you shoulder. If you block the, the ground right? plug at the bottom, if you block the ground plug, then <laughs> I do want to say, I want right. to read though, you wouldn't believe the time and effort I put into convincing her that, and here's three things. The hearing aids will not give her ear cancer. <laughs> ear can I'm not what? I'm not using the hearing aids to spy on her and the hearing aids will not tr transmit waves that change her thoughts or read her thoughts. <laughs> Could you imagine uh, having a job that's that tech? I mean, because hearing aids nowadays are highly technical, very small, yep, tiny yep. little things that yeah. Can you imagine yeah. having that kind of fucking job and having to explain to these dumb fucking people? <laughs> you thought you had it hard when you worked at Circuit City and you tried to sell them shitty monster cable all the time. I know, right? <laughs> uh, It'll sound better. Just, just sound it, better. I, I get, get paid, paid a lot more. more. Uh we got a message from Chip and Chip says, hey guys, I just thought about uh, about the geniuses buying Faraday cages around their routers. And he says, want to make some money? Let's sell plastic Faraday cages. That's <laughs> 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 so good and so unethical. Oh, I would so in good. a second, but I can't because it's unethical, but I would want to. Uh, got a message from Cody and he sent him an image and he says he works at a custom ink uh I work at Custom Inc. as a production artist and they do all kinds of different shirts and he hates doing all the shirts he does, but once in a while he comes across a good one. And this is great. It's a fucking Gwyneth Paltrow puking money on a goop logo. And it's genuinely it's fucking really amazing. Yeah. I can't tell you how much I love this. It is fucking outstanding. I would buy that shirt. <laughs> <laughs> it is really oh, good. So good. All right, so uh, that's going to wrap it up for this week. Next week, we'll be on Wednesday. Uh, Christmas Eve Eve, we'll be doing our live stream. So come check it out on Wednesday next week. And we'll also be doing a New Year's Eve Eve uh, on Wednesday that week. And then we'll be going back to our Thursday schedule. Uh, but a couple Wednesdays in a row before the holidays. Uh, this is going to be the last. Is this the last episode before Christmas? It is. So Merry Christmas, it Tom. Is. Because yep. we'll be recording yep. before Christmas next week. But it won't release, it won't release. then. So Merry Christmas to everybody yeah. and uh, have a wonderful Christmas. And we will see you guys for the New Year's episode next week. Uh, but until then, we're going to leave you like we always do with the Skeptic's Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death and towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. 
The opinions and information provided on this podcast are intended for entertainment purposes only. All opinions are solely that of Glory Hole Studios, LLC. Cognitive dissonance makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, currentness, suitability, or validity of any information and will not be liable for any errors, damages, or butthurt arising from consumption. All information is provided on an as-is basis. No refunds. Produced in association with the local Dairy Council and viewers like you.